brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Hello, yes, it's sipping time again, and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show. How long? A whole hour? Yeah, just yeah, we're in one hour. <laughs> Trying to figure out how much of it's going to be entertaining. I'm not really sure. <laughs> well, we lost the first minute. I don't know. In this, uh, in this whole new, uh, you know, whole new post, uh, uh, you know, bubonic plague world. Uh, I, I don't know. We're shooting for about what four and a half minutes. Are we recording already? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so glad you joined us. So I've got, I've got a fever. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, this is uh, Made Man Bob, and joining me today, our Made Man Brent. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm I'm getting used to this self isolation and the social uh, distancing. It's really nice. And I'm I know we put Maury in that other room, but what exactly is in that other room? A rabid pit bull. <laughs> with Dude, I thought we put the games. four or five communicable diseases and a raging case of herpes. Um, oh, so it's nothing, something normal for him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Every day, at the, every day at the clinic. Yeah. So, and good old boy Justin. Good morning, Bob. And good old boy Army. Keep your distance, Bob. Keep your distance. I actually like this whole social distancing thing, man. That's the way I want to live. So I won't live. I don't know. I pretty much practiced that my whole life. <laughs> Bob's been waiting for this all his life. He's I, like, oh, my God. Other people are going to wash their hands now? <laughs> <laughs> you can't wash your hands. All the soap and the Lysol's gone. And, and, and God forbid you'd need toilet paper. We got to run our own home distilleries to make hand sanitizer. I bet they won't enforce that. I'm sure no one here would ever, we, we ever do such a thing. Of course not. Because that would um, not be legal is, 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 i think it is legal to distill as long as you don't sell no, it, right? no no not no, legal not at all maybe if you go yeah. three miles offshore you might get away with yeah. it yeah well that's possible as well but you know any, anything that happens <laughs> out in the open ocean is your own business stays out the open ocean right all right well brent and myself are with the bourbon mafia Except for the cruise lines the Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states and two countries. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. We are also sponsored in part by the Fort Oro Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com, or you can read the lovely article that they did on us uh, in the Wine, uh, Wine Spectator Whiskey Advocate magazine uh, a couple of weeks ago. And our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of all the virus you can take home in a glass. It's the best virus. We only distill the best. Although we did sell out of, uh, what's it called? Everclear. People making their oh, own yeah, yeah. sanitizer. We sold out right away. Everybody what, what proof is Everclear in Florida? Hunter? 150. 150? 151, my friend. Yeah. 151, baby. Yeah, you can't get 190 in Florida anymore. It's not right. Thank God I'm way past college because 
You can still get it in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't really remember the 80s. I used to drink Bacardi 151 in the They stopped in the making 90s. it. I know. It's sad. Yeah. There's other one better 151 rums, but you shouldn't make hand sanitizer out of rum. Yeah, it's called that molasses. And then, mm. At least the ones that I have. It's sticky hands. Sticky, yeah. That is, the trust me, that's not why his hands are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> they were sticky long yeah. before this epidemic, my friend. Long, yeah. long, long before. So there's you a, don't. There's a great Cards Against Humanity card. It says, why am I sticky? Every mm. time we played the game, my wife would pick that card. So when, when we got the write-in cards, why is Shannon sticky? Pick two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. We're uh, all about uh, our sips evidence are all about uh, wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and other drinks. And today's show is on the fine whiskeys from that boutique whiskey company. So here's some of the whiskeys from them that we're going to be talking about today. We have their Irish single malt number one, batch number four, their Irish single malt number one, batch number five, the Japanese blended malt whiskey number one, the Ben Rennie 17 year old batch number five. Three ships, six years old, Glen Murray, 12 year old, and the Iowa number two, batch four. So we're going to have uh, Justin try and uh, try, try. <laughs> nobody, to, else is gonna, nobody else is going to attempt Africa To read our, uh, our, our whiskey ratings, um, and he's going to do it in his best South African accent, because why the hell not? He hasn't done one of those yet. So. And we're too chicken to try. Right, so, man. Yeah. Okay, one sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Mm, nah, not buying it. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? No. Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? I'm buying the these. Four seeps. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. <laughs> that, that went, so that, that's not even in Africa. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is supposed to be. <laughs> Five seeps. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good. Sounds like a secondary oh villain God. in a bad Bond movie. Like a Bollywood remake of a Bond movie. That's what I was channeling, yeah. so you nailed it. Lethal Weapon 6. Yeah. Yeah, Lethal Weapon 26. <laughs> the, Bollywood, the Bollywood edition. <laughs> oh, you are so crazy, Mr. Man. I do not think this is going to work for you. I yeah. can't wait for the music sequences. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the end, that's the best yeah. part is you oh, know, this, all the bad guys and the good guys. Like, what, they all dance, dance, right? I have a six-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. You guys make fun of Bollywood, but that's all they're watching. Not it's not Bollywood. It's Disney films. Yeah. They're all just yeah. breaking into song and dance for no reason. Mm. Just like in Bollywood, man. Yeah. Right. We we we're taking over. It's exactly the same, just less accents. So you know. <laughs> well, they've got this zombie guy. My wife, my daughter's in love with this. So. All right. He's well, cute. Too young to that's think he's creepy. cute. You want me to have? You want me to make him go away? Yeah, we need to make him go away. <laughs> I can. Make, I, I still have keys to a backhoe. <laughs> All right, so we're going to have Brent uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that Boutique Whiskey Company. Thanks, Bob. The Boutique Whiskey Company is an independent bottler based in the UK. Their goal is to seek out barrels of whiskeys from world-renowned brands and distilleries. Each bottle has a fun and informative 
descriptive graphic novel style informative. label. Informative. 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 Leave him alone. Graphic novel style label containing humorous references and jokes to try to keep the fun in whiskey. So let's have some fun and get to tasting of our first whiskey. So the Batuki Whiskey Company, this first one is an Irish single malt. Number one, it's batch number four, 14 years old, 47.6 ABV or 95.2 proof for those mathematicians out there. The color, it's a very, very light yellow color, almost like a little green tint to it. Uh, it's, um, it's very light. Um, on the nose, I get a lot of fruits. I get uh, bananas. I get some. Uh, I get some other, the apricots maybe, um, a little bit of vanilla, and I get like Cheerios in the nose there. Like I'm smelling a little bit of Cheerios, like cinnamon Cheerios. On the palate, very very soft. This one is just uh, it's just a creaminess in your mouth. It's got the brown sugar comes out, then you get some peaches. Uh, it's a little bit of spice on the end of it. It's just a nice, refreshing, easy drinking uh, whiskey. It's very soft, very smooth, very gentle. It's um, what do you think, Justin? I think that if you had to pair a whiskey with Lucky Charms breakfast cereal, this is the one. It was sweet. I had like apricots, very subtle floral notes, creamy vanilla, and sugar. And um, on the palate, I got peaches, brown sugar, spices. The flavor hit me on the sides of my tongue, uh, not really on the front or the back. And uh, at the end, I got a little bit of spice, cardamom, and I found the finish was medium sweet. What did you think, Harmeet? I'm tasting it again because I got to do this front and back side thing, and I think you're actually right. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely uh, the fruits in the center, on the side drops off. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, and and both of you, I, I really enjoyed that uh, your tasting notes. I think that's they're spot on. And uh, I don't like saying that to either of you. This is messing me up. <laughs> <laughs> but the peaches on the side is there. It's gorgeous. Um, and that cereal note is it, it's not quite Cheerios, but it's it's close. And maybe maybe it's between Cheerios and Lucky Charms. So why the hell are you guys right today? What's going on? But uh, yeah, I, I actually quite find this. Uh, much nicer than when it first when we first poured it. It was just a little one note, and in the meantime, I actually did put some water in it, and that did bring out more peaches. At first, I was thinking, "Is that Nilla wafer? Is that Nilla wafer? No, it's freaking Cheerios. How do I not know Cheerios? I mean, I'm sure I had to clean up a bunch of it this morning. There's probably 400 of them underneath the front seat of your car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is lovely. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got a great nose on it. It's very floral. The apricots really, really jump out at did you. Did you guys do water at all or no? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And 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 that brings a cereal note out a lot. Well, I, I find like I got more of the the peach on uh, from the from the water and, and air. No, it's 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 very interesting. I mean, it's I, I get on the palate, I get the peaches. I get the peaches more with water. That definitely comes out and and brown sugar. And there's a sort of a, a tannic nuttiness to it. And at ninety five point two proof, it can take the water, so it's not. It, it, even I put so little water, it's still a little bit hot. Yeah, no, it's but it's uh, Justin's Justin's spot on on it that it's it's all it's all tip of tongue, side of tongue, and back of tongue. There's uh, the mid palate, the middle of the palate is, is it's mostly on the sides. Yeah, it's too. it's yeah. You pick up the, the especially the spice down the sides of the tongue. Yeah, 
and a little bit on the top of your back of your mouth too. You get that yeah, too. So. Yeah, I get it on. Yeah, I get right. it on the top on the roof of the mouth as well. Yep, yep. Which is, which is interesting. There. So, well, we're going to be reading this one. Three sips. Interesting. And we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing some of the whiskeys from that boutique whiskey company. So uh, we just finished talking about the our single malt number one batch four, was it? Yeah. And we are moving on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. All right. This is that Botiki Whiskey Company, Irish Single Malt Number 1, batch number 5. It's 15 years old, and it's 46% alcohol by volume, which makes it 92 proof. Um, on the color, I got it's the light scotchy too, you're color. Still too light. You can't make hand sanitizer out of it, dude. No, I know. You're right. No, then, oh, 120 damn. proof. I'll just drink it. <laughs> not not useful in the zombie apocalypse. So I got honey, apple, pears on the nose, bananas, and just a little hint of lemon spice. On the palate, I got a big honey punch right in the beginning, followed by a hint of vanilla. And then to, on the mid palate, towards the end, with the middle of the tongue, I got some spice, I got a malt hit, and then it was like a medium long sweet finish. But I don't want to say that this is overly sweet, it is pretty well balanced. What do you think, Brent? Yeah, I, I agree with all those uh, everything on the nose there that honey, the pears, the bananas, that lemon really comes out. Um, on the palate, the first thing that hits me is the malt, that's what I get first. Uh, I smell the malt really. I mean, to me, the yeah. malt is, is, is the the first thing that hits me is the malt, and I may get that confused with the with graham with like a graham cracker. And it's it's just it's very sweet. It's very like a very fruity, um, and like you know, the, you know the bananas and uh, and and citrus. It's very yeah. It's it's very nice, very sweet, uh, smooth. You know, it's very short finish though. That's the only thing I don't. Really? You know, yeah. I thought it was a short, short to medium finish. You know, it just doesn't linger very long. It's just, it just kind of, it's, 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 it's all there, and then it just, it's like, well, it, you want some more because it's kind of gone. Well, it's good for them. You keep drinking more. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I agree with both of you again. Like, what is going on today? <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, it's the virus. It's the virus. Yeah, it's eating my brain. Uh. I got more pears than honey, but uh, must be a very hungry virus. <laughs> I bet you're starving. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> it's the skinniest virus you've ever seen. It's the slender man of virus. So, uh, <laughs> I at first on the nose, it's all about malted barley, and then I get that pears, 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 and citrus, and a little bit of nuttiness that comes back. I don't know what kind. It's like it's hazelnut, but anyway, um, on the palate, I gotta, I gotta, I, I gotta say, I, I enjoyed what you guys were saying about it. It's, it's all there: citrus, orchard fruit. Um, I got more bananas, but I tend to be more sensitive toward banana-like flavors and whiskeys because I'm allergic to bananas, so that typically uh. puts me off. 
but I, I sense it to the banana thing. But oh, so from now on, we know what to feed him. Right. <laughs> awesome. All they do is make my mouth tickle. <laughs> we'll just be chasing him around the house with one like a dagger. We'll have a banana flambe, banana yeah, exactly. cream pie. Yeah. Right. Oh, you know, that's the best part. Cooked bananas are not a problem. Give him a banana oh, shake. Okay. Yeah. I got yeah, to give me those uh, bananas the, foster, man. I'll go the, out of my way for that. The uh, plantains. Oh, that's not a problem either then. Huh? Plantains are fantastic. Yeah. So uh, this is excellent. I thought he was, uh, I just so thought he was not allergic, allergic to, to plantains. Work, you know, <laughs> no, not allergic. To logic. Well, Interesting. Just, but you don't eat raw plantains. It's raw bananas. I'm allergic to. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, so anyway, <laughs> there's a banana here because of the, I because most a, a lot of Irish whiskeys have that kind of banana note. Um, anyway, this is quite good. I just I don't think the uh, finish is short like Brent was saying. It's it's more medium, um, and the fruit comes back on it. I, I really enjoyed it, Bob. What you just, say? I'm just thinking about all the ways I can torment him with a banana now. That's, you know, like, oh, my God. I've got a whole new avenue of entertainment. That's Stop <laughs> making that gesture when you say banana. Um, yeah, on the nose, definitely. I get the pear. And I get the honey. And I get that sort of lemon curd on the tip of the nose. And I get just a slight bit of the banana. Not so much. I get more of the citrus and I get the banana. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll give you that. Like I said, I'm being sensitive to it. Mm. But the citrus is beautiful, and the nuttiness. What's the nut? Is it hazelnut, or is am I wrong? Mm. Probably hazelnut. It's not. It doesn't have the 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 tan and the bitter of a walnut. Nowhere near. It's not um, sweet like a pecan. And it's it's sort of like. Did we say pecan? Did we ever have that argument mm. on the air? Many pecan times. Pecan? Yeah. pecan. It's pecan. It's pecan. Pecan. No. no. Pecan. That's what people from Georgia call it. People from Georgia don't count. So. <laughs> My family from North Carolina. It's pecan. Uh, so, um, yeah, pecan is what you use on your on your road trip. It's a pecan. Well, is it police or is it police? You know, it's popo. Yeah, five zero. Yeah, and in Alabama, it's definitely police. Uh, honey graham, kind of uh, note on the palate, uh, along with the malt and uh, a little bit of the spice. And I get just the slightest bit of oak on the palate, but uh, all, all, all said and done, you know, a really, really, a really nice Irish whiskey. And uh, we're going to rate this one three sips. Under protest, I gave it four. You guys are, are, are heartless, cruel bastards, even this, with the banana. Well, this one's still the same. The funny thing is the first one we did is... is it improved. It did improve. It drastically yeah. improved over the time we first poured it to where we started recording. Um, and honestly, that one, I think we might have even underscored just a slight bit. But uh, it, yeah, both yeah. of them... It did improve quite a bit. Both of them solid whiskeys so far. So we're going to well, go on to... Well, they're the same whiskey at different ages, right? Malt number one? Uh, no, they're different batches. Well, yeah, but, yeah. but it's single malt number one. That that's yeah, that's but the I, I'm not. Yeah, but I mean, it's different batches, so it means it's different barrels. So yeah. malt number one may mean it might mean the same Distil distillery. I'm it might mean means they bought a couple of hundred at one time. I, I, I don't know. If they call know? it, if they give it a number and they don't keep it consistent between distilleries, nothing makes sense anymore, man. Nothing makes sense. Well, nothing makes sense anyway. Especially fractals and complex math. Can't find toilet paper. Like you use it anyway. All right. So, <laughs> so let's move on to our next one uh, from that boutique whiskey company. This is the Japanese blended whiskey number one, batch number three. It's 21 years old, 47.7% ABV or 95.4 proof for the mathematically uh, disadvantaged. So on the color of this, very... Slight, almost a just a slightly golden straw. It's straw. It's almost like 
with zero color. This has got to be second and third use barrels all. It's got you know, it's got a little bit of glow to it when you put it on the white. So um, all the nose that that characteristic Japanese whiskey sandalwood note. Um, this I definitely get bananas and a little bit of vanilla. It's got a bit of an oily nose to it. Um, try it on the palate. Mm. Don't put your nose in the whiskey. Then you won't feel the oiliness. And on the palate, it's got some spice to it. A little bit of oak. It's got a, a very herbal f- nature to it. Very, very herbal. And on the back palate, on the finish, uh, a little bit of little bit of sugar, a little bit of brown sugar. Almost like a demerara. Yeah, interesting. What do you think, Brent? Okay, on the nose, I got it like a field of flowers with a little bit of honey and then that sandalwood. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of kind of matched up with what you had there. But on the palate, I got first thing that hit me right away is a light smoke. And what this really did was it reminded me of driving up 27 when they're uh, burning the sugar cane in the fields. And it kind of got that smell. From it, in you know, on the on yeah, the it's palette. more of a, it's more of a, yeah, it's, it's more of a burny, ashy, smoky than uh, yeah. Than I mean, it's, it just kind of reminded me, of like you know, you got the windows down and they're burning the sugar cane out in the fields, and that's kind of the, that's kind Brent, of what that's I called got arson, it. and you're not supposed to talk about that on radio <laughs> because they'll find you. You know, the basement but, is not that deep. You know, but I got that, and you know, with the it was, it was pleasant. You know, but that's what it reminded me of the, that that drive down twenty seven. Justin? I think this spirit reminds me, especially the nose, of Japanese Malort. You get <laughs> nailed with a floral note right off the bat. Malort. Do you want to explain Malort to people? Have we talked about Malort? Malort tastes like fermented grass that's distilled into a spirit. Think vodka with lawn shavings. <laughs> Not just lawn. I that's mean, generous. Yeah, that's that generous. That is generous. Yeah. Lawn and decomposing peat. Wait, wait, yeah. My lord's from where? Norway? No. Well, it's the pride of Chicago, but um, recently it was purchased by a company and brought back to Chicago. But for about 14, 15 years, it was actually made, uh, I think, in Auburndale, Florida. <laughs> wow. So it's, the, so it's the pride of Chicago that was made at All a contract right. uh, uh, distillery, an industrial distillery no, it, in it Florida. Does, it doesn't for harken from like Denmark or Norway? No. It sounds like something like your Norwegians. It are, pretty much came from hell. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it tastes like that, that's people who really can't afford good whiskey or food by, you know, like, like Vikings. You would it's have to drink this because there's no, nothing else It's to drink. something you drink on a dare. <laughs> yeah. That's what we use it for. Yeah. So on the palate, I got like intense oak. Um, again, I got the herbal thing coming through and. In the beginning, I got tons of dirt and smoke with a little bit of brown sugar hidden under that. But as air got it, the earth and smoke lessened a slight bit. And there was a long finish, and frankly, I couldn't wait for it to end. (laughs) (laughs) There's always one in the group. You ever notice that? There's always one. They'll make it two. I'm not not down on this whiskey as much as he is, but I didn't... uh I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would for a 21-year-old Japanese whiskey. Um, the sandalwood is there, but it's very light. It's not. It's not. I have. I'm from India. I've got. I've got hand-carved sandalwood in the house. Hand-carved sandalwood uh, furniture, even. And 
This is not really sandalwood per se. It's and have you light. licked it? I have not licked any of the sandalwood. Not since I was a kid. Because uh, it, it smells so good. You kind of want to put it in your mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you are one disturbed little monkey. You cannot <laughs> make tasting notes until you taste everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, you put cigars in your mouth. Cigars are much grosser than sandalwood. I don't put them in my mouth. Yeah. Well, that's subjective. Well, I don't want to hear. Where he, I don't want to know where he puts yeah. the cigars in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clinton, where do you put the cigars? It's better in your mouth. Anyway, <laughs> well, we have one. So thing. he's had a comparison. <laughs> That's great. We got a little rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's grassy, like uh, he was saying, but not malort grassy. Uh, a little bit of uh, uh, like a, I have like floral notes, but not over the top. It just uh, and there is that that. Uh, you know, I'd never thought about that sugarcane burning smell until Brent said it, and I think he's right. <laughs> it's like, it's like when they burn the fields to clear clear them for the next harvest, or the next planting, whatever, or uh, whatever they do for sugarcane. They just, they just have slash to burn it down. Burn yeah. Slash and burn, and just grows yeah. right back. They don't have to it replant, right? For thousands of years. Yeah. Yep. It's not so, more. So uh, on the palate, it's it's quite a little bit green, earthy, uh, light smoke that builds. Um, the finish was kind of long and not all that great. I just, I figured, I thought they could have picked a better Japanese whiskey for this. All right. Well, we're going to rate the uh, the Japanese whiskey from Boutique three cents. You are generous. It's because you two liked it. It's like, and I'm with Justin on this one and I can't believe I'm saying could, this. Maybe <laughs> he could shut up. This? Who took harm and put this guy in Maybe here? he could be quiet long enough to tell us about our next whiskey. Fine. Oh, fine, God. fine. The next whiskey is much better and I love it. It's the Benrini 17-year-old batch number five, 95.2 proof or 47.6% alcohol. The color is uh, kind of a, a burnished copper. And on the nose, I get flowers, just a field of flowers and some lemon and uh, a little bit of nuttiness. It's, it's quite good. There's some barley there, and uh, I'm coming back to it. Is there a hint of citrus at the end? I'm not sure. Palette. Um, nuts. Almonds and hazelnuts. And there's a sweetness here, too. Let me take another sip. Mm. It's so yummy. It's yummy. And there's a, a little a hint of white pepper at the end there. Medium long finish. It's a good balance between the sweetness of the, the, of the whiskey and uh, the bitterness of the nuttiness. And it's just, it's so good. It's just balanced. I enjoyed this. Brent, tell me why I'm wrong. Well, on the nose, you have a lot of promise. You have lemons and flowers, and it's a little bit of sweetness with that citrus on it. The nose is so promising. And then once once you get it on your palate and you taste it. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah. Yeah, this one to me. If I would have named this one, I would have called this one Sweet Pete. Because you get... It's, <laughs> really? It's, was that, was it's, that your boyfriend in, in the Navy? <laughs> Sweet <laughs> Pete. Brent was a sailor. I'm just pointing that one out. You know, he, he was a coastie. Uh, that's long, right. lonely nights on the sea. I mean, when the, I mean, you have a lot of... a lot of This one's this one's overly peaty for me and overly sweet to me. But I, it's, it's not like... A, it's not like... It's not super peaty for me. I don't think it's... No. 
Well, for me, it is. All right. I didn't even mention Pete in the the notes. Before I opened the bottle, he started screaming too much speed, too much beat. So (laughs) I think he can smell it through glass. I think think that was a flashback. Yeah. He smelled it. Sweet Pete. No, too much. Sweet Pete. He smelled it before he turned on the street. Yeah. Kidding me? Yeah. He's still smelling the Everglades. So. Right. What did you think, Justin? Well, I didn't get Pete on this. I got um, a huge white pepper hit. And and the nose, like Brent said, is promising. A lemon tart, uh, pleasant floral notes and citrus. But the pepper just hit me right off the bat, and it never left. Really? It just comes on the end for me. And, and now just that I'm boom. retasting it, there's a hint of peat, but it's not like the, the predominant taste of the nah, smell. No, it's pepper. Yeah. And then, you know, a little bit of nuts and almonds in there. And the finish is really long. It's mellowed out with a, with a couple of drops of water. Yeah, I didn't even try That's it with probably water. probably the way I, I yeah. didn't even try it with water. And mill it, out, mill it out quite a bit with that. Yeah, let's just check it out again. But uh, mm. I kind of liked it. And look how yep, oily Brent it is. Yeah, fixed it. Yeah. Look how oily <laughs> it is. When you, when you put the water in this, you guys go. Oh, yeah, look at that. It's uh, oily. Yeah, yeah, it is very, very oily. It's got that. a great viscosity to it. I mean, it's so oily, you'd think it's a Campbelltown. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just really thick. Um, it's the mobile one of whiskeys. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I mean, Campbelltown whiskeys have that characteristic, but this is lovely. I mean, it's yeah. absolutely lovely. Again, the lemon. Yeah, I've got a 21-year-old Ben Rennie's in the store that's oh. ridiculously expensive. I think this is a, a good option to buy a half bottle like this at 17-year-old. So all these bottles, they all come in, what, 375s, right? Yeah, that, we didn't mention that earlier. They, they, their standard size is 375 milliliters. They're all small batch or single barrel. Um, they're so that this way they can get more bottles out there to the public. And they're, mm. they're like a, the name of the company is Boutique Whiskey yeah. Company for a reason. And yeah. and they also do these very neat little tasting kits that that you can buy that come with uh, little small bottles, little dipped in wax and everything. And you can get them, um, you know, in selections. I mean, you can get f- like five different ones and and you can i think you can mix and match and pick them they actually they are they were i believe they were starting a new uh whiskey club kind of thing where they would ship it to you like every month or every other month but yeah this is just I'm not i get a, a little I, I get a clubs. little peanut on it on the nose almost sort of that uh jim beamy kind of peanut note to it but it's uh on the palate it's just yeah I'm, it's not it, it we get the, you know, Mr. Pete over here. It's it's not Petey Petey. Well, it's just got just a nice underlayment, just a little bit of smoke. Mm. The Pete here right. comes across more to me as earthiness than, than mm. smoke. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it doesn't come across as Pete. It comes across as earthiness. There's that light hint of smoke really on the exhale more than anything. I get it. It's called retronasal. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> You know, I'm going to find the guy that bought this idiot, his little uh, calendar with the yeah. big giant multisyllabic word every day, and I'm going to kick him right in the <laughs> I think butt. his mom rammed his vocabulary builder down his throat during yeah. the SAT process. I'm from India. No, trust we me. have his... to do the spelling bee, too. Oh, we're rating this one four sips. That's classified. Hey, and we're back, and we're still talking about some lovely whiskeys from that boutique whiskey company. Uh, we just finished talking about the Ben Rennie's 17-year-old uh, lovely whiskey. I gave that four sips. So now we're going to move on to uh, our next whiskey, which is a very interesting one. It is uh, three ships, 
Six years old, batch one, 107.4 proof, 53.7 ABV. This bottling comes from the James Sedgwick Distillery in Wellington, South Africa. This whiskey uh, spent its, uh, split its time aging first in American oak casks and then in some Pedro Jimenez sherry casks. So let's get into this one. You can see that Pedro Jimenez influence on the color, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got a this is, very, this is the darkest one of all the ones that we've had today. Um, you know, this is almost like an old penny. Um, on the nose, it's got a lot of sweetness to it. It's got a bit of nutmeg and cinnamon, a little bit of leather. Um, I mean, they're tasting notes, say vanilla ice cream, and now that I'm reading it, I'm actually starting to pick up on it. I don't know if I am picking up on it or if I'm just it's subject suggestion, to suggestion. I, there's vanilla. I don't wouldn't call it vanilla ice cream. I mean, that's an oily whiskey, but no. It's got an absolutely beautiful nose, though. I mean, I, I you know. I keep coming back to it. Yeah. It's, it's intriguing. Yeah. Do it's, we have it's, more of this? Is there the samples are gone? Did you kill this man? No, that's that's all we got. Yeah, man. Wow. But it's got a very, very interesting, uh, very interesting nose. Um, and, and again, a South African whiskey is something most people probably, you know, listening to us other than the fans online who are in South Africa probably have not really had very many of them. Um, on the palate, mm. it's very herbal, but it's, uh, I get a lot of, um, it's like a cinnamon bomb. I swear. It's like, it's almost like it's the, uh, Where's the cinnamon coming from? I, That's I, the thing I can't get on this. I, I mean, associate cinnamon with French huge, oak, not American oak. Huge. Pedro I mean, it's Jimenez almost like a it's like a mini fireball malt whiskey. <laughs> um, Good one. You know, no, I mean, in a, I mean, not full blown in your face cinnamon, but so ramped up. I don't it's, know. It's there. It's in your face. Dude. I don't it's know cinnamon. where they're getting this much cinnamon out of what they're doing with it, but it is. It is an absolute cinnamon nutmeg and baking spice bomb they say american um, first in american oak casks yeah. from where i wish we knew more about their casks because this this doesn't smell like american oak from america from america and then Pedro Jimenez. Cursus, Cursus Abba, Cursus Garianus. and it's got you know i definitely i get that i, I get the raisins from the px um i get just a little bit of the barrel char on the tip of the tongue and about halfway back um, a little bit of toffee sweetness. Very, very intriguing whiskey. I can see whiskey geeks loving this and, you know, spending an hour trying to deconstruct it and figure Definitely out what's in it. So what do you think, Brent? Okay, the nose on this one is probably the most complex nose I've ever had in a, in a whiskey. Seriously? I mean, it wow. just come, you just come back. You get it every single time that you go to this thing. You get something different. Yeah. You know, every single time you can pick up another, you can pick up another note. And it's just, and it just, they blends together so well that the nose kind of overpromises things to me. Because yeah, that's once, kind of disappointing, right? Yeah. The, you, you get your the nose is amazing. This nose is amazing. The nose is, you know, it's not like any kind of regular scotch. It's not like any kind of regular bourbon. It's very, very complex. It's got a lot of different, uh, all those things to it. That I'm sweetness. just still trying to figure out where all that sounds. Yeah, the vanilla, from. that oak, m molasses, leather. Uh, it's just beautiful. Yeah, leather, definitely leather's on the nose yeah. here. Yeah, and then... Old, the, worn leather, yeah. And then it, it, it just keeps... I could smell it all day. It's it's great. But then on the, on the palate, for me, I get uh, burnt raisins. Uh, cinnamon, 
then that pepper, a little bit of toffee. Yeah, I know. Well, that's well, that's what I get to. For me, it's like it's so it's it just it just doesn't come across. It doesn't follow that nose. Like little overdone raisin oat milk cookies. Yeah, Yeah, it just doesn't come across as the the nose is so promising. It's it's he's right. It's just the burnt raisin, not the oatmeal. You know, it's yeah, it's it's yeah, good good notes on that, dude. Very unique. What do you think, Justin? Right, man. So this spirit is really interesting. My guess would be that they actually added some cinnamon flavor to this whiskey because I don't think they're prohibited from doing that under the whiskey rules. Bourbon, they couldn't do it, but whiskey, they could. Scotch, you can't do it either. Well, this isn't scotch. Right, it's just whiskey. Yeah. So much looser South African whiskey, yeah. Yeah. So they could have done... They dumped a box of Red Hots in it. They could have. (laughs) Or those cinnamon toothpicks. I'd, I'd like to think school. they didn't, and that just makes it even more interesting. I would like although, to think they although, did it too. I would like to think they used a whole bunch of cinnamon toothpicks because now you got oak influence as yeah. well. <laughs> that's not oak, but not no. It's, yeah. it's, it's some they don't, cinnamon, they don't cinnamon oil. Yeah. Yeah. Pine, is it pine? Pine and cinnamon oil. Cinnamon oil. Yeah. And um, it was really interesting. Like like Brent says, I've nosed this thing six times, and six times. Um, it's like a different whiskey. Only six, dude. I've done six times. just since you've been talking. This is great. And uh, I got a big pepper, herbal hit, barrel char. It doesn't taste like a six-year-old whiskey at all. It tastes a lot older than that because yeah, it's got 100%. so much barrel yeah. influence. It doesn't taste young either. Yeah. It's like just it's confusing. It's just like one year in yeah. bourbon. Yeah. So. Well, this again, this is South Africa. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, hot. wicked hot. Yeah, you think they aged it there? Yeah, it well, say. yeah, it's from South Africa, so I mean that's where they it was. Yeah, so wow. What do you think, Harm? I've already interjected during everyone else's comments because well, I'm so excited. So whatever. Well, we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give this uh, three ship six year old from Boutique Whiskey Company three sips. Interesting. To match I, three I ships. Want, I want to give it more uh, more sips, but uh, I I. I agree with Brent that the nose is amazing and then the palate doesn't deliver. The palate's just different. Right. It's just so different. It's not bad. It's not it's not where we used to. It's not fantastic. It's just it's yeah, it's 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 confusing to be honest with you. And and I kinda I kinda dig it, you know, because of that. So we're gonna move on to our next one. We're gonna have Harm tell us about that. Sure. So this is more of a a staple, uh, something we're more used to if you're a whiskey drinker. This is uh, the Boutique Whiskey Company, Glen Moray, 12 years old. Old Batch 4, 97 proof. Old Batch 4, that's a thing now. Old Batch versus regular Batch. Uh, the label on this whiskey depicts a flood that happened in 2002 after the River Lossie burst its bank. The water made its way to the warehouses and carried away some of the Glen Moray's casks right out the door. So, cute. The nose. Initially, I get a lot of butterscotch and that blew off. And I come back and it's uh, fruit. Little red wine notes, cherry, lemon. Uh, I'm going for something. There's some waxiness coming out. I think that's a Ben Mori characteristic, the waxy floral thing. And then uh, on the palate, just creamy and smooth. And that butterscotch comes back with gangbusters now. Let me try another sip. Mm. Butterscotch, spiciness. Um, is that like uh, uh, it's a pepper, but I don't know what, what kind there. And it's butterscotch, oak, creamy, peppery. 
Um, fruits coming back on the finish, a little, a little more cherry. It's a it's a classic Glenmoray. Yeah, Glenmoray has has got that smooth and creamy nature to all of their whiskeys. And when you taste this, if if somebody you know gave it to you and didn't tell you it was Glenmoray and then told you, you'd go, oh yeah, absolutely. But it's not, not as floral as again Glencadum, but the no, flowers are there too. But but the creaminess to it, the mouthfeel. Yeah, it's got a great mouthfeel. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of butterscotch, um, almost like almost like a, a you know a butterscotch level of a good bourbon, um, almost like a butterscotch candy, like yeah. if you, you took from your grandpa. And it's good. You had to take them from your grandpa. Grandpa great. wouldn't give them to you. You had because you wouldn't well, spell those words right. It's because he doesn't like you. <laughs> Sorry, flashback. <laughs> oh, okay, ready? Everybody ready for harm? You're a complete bastard, and we'll hate you. That was his grandfather. So, <laughs> what did you think, Brent? Okay. And this one here, I got a lot of the cherries and lemons on the nose. It was nice and pleasant. And then uh, on the palate, I got you know cherries, lemons, a little bit of cinnamon, raspberries. Um, it was it was just a very warming, nice warming, uh, nice warming palate. I'm gonna say this for this right here is that if you're looking to switch over from a, like a bourbon to a scotch, this would be a really nice stepping stone for hmm. somebody to do that. You know, because wow. it's got some of the it's got some of those bourbon characteristics, and it doesn't have all the Scotch characteristics that that people associate the smoke and the peat. And yeah, this is a nice be. little well, this is a nice little stepping it stone. Is, it is a classic. I mean, we've done Glen yeah. Murray on the show, right, right? Right. I think maybe about a year ago, we did an episode uh, in conjunction with them. They were sponsoring the British Open, and they they sent us a bunch of stuff. Uh, just extremely well put together whiskey. Right. You know? Very nice. What do you think, Justin? I think this nosed. To me, like a Pinot Noir, a uh, little light cherry accents to it. Yeah, there's definitely a cherry note to the to the nose, and a little lemon on the end. Um, on the palate, it was really smooth, and yeah, it tastes like a pretty good bourbon. Yeah. So I could see why Brent liked it, and uh, it had a long finish for twelve year, and. Um, Air didn't really change this one much. It changed the other spirits. No, this one dramatically. This, this one has stayed. stayed. And sometimes they do, and sometimes they I've, don't. I've gotten more lemon with the air. Yeah, the lemon maybe have kicked up a touch. Okay, but other than that, it's the the palate's still the same. So. Did somebody say lemon custard? Yeah, because this is that oh, yeah. custardy notes coming out. That the creamy. Well, that moment. creaminess that you get with the Gwen Murray, So, so we're going to be rating the Gwen Murray twelve year old batch four, four sips. All right, so we're going to move on to our last one, and we're going to have Brent tell us about it. It's uh, all I have is a bottle of very, very, very old Scotch whiskey. There you go. <laughs> you guys knew I was waiting to take it away, this brother. One. It's all you. Yeah, this is the, the this is the Boutique Whiskey Company. This is Isla number two, batch number four. And I just want to say thank you for sending a bigger bottle of this stuff because I'm reporting it. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, this is a 25 year old, 97.2 proof, 46, 48.6 ABV. The color, it's a nice, it's a yellowish, greenish. Uh, it's a nice. Uh, it's got. I don't know why it's got a green tint it's to it. It's a greenish you know? copper. Yeah. yeah. And like stuff, it's oxidized. you know. So on the nose, the first time under the nose, all you get is 
peaty, smoky. It's just it overwhelms. It's just you there's a to, reason we no. let Brent do this. Yes. No, I mean it's all you get when you when you put this under your nose. The king of peat. I'm going to tell you right now. And the first, all you can smell when you put this under your nose at first is that is that peaty smoke. That that it's it's just overwhelming. You have to go back and you have to you kind of like wave off some of that smoke. Put and a then drop you, of water in it. Yeah, and you get and then you and then and then you can get the uh, you get some grapefruit notes to it and a little bit of orange notes to it. Um, you know, afterwards, you know, but it, that's that overwhelms it and uh now everybody knows that i'm not a smoky peaty fan really we never got that you know and after the nose after the nose you're just expecting everything to be overpowered and this one here on the palate this is probably one of the most balanced uh most balanced scotches that i've ever had it's uh it's got the smoke it's got that smoke to it and it's it's but it's light and it blends well it's got the toffee a little red licorice um a little bit of oiliness to it and it really kind of balances out now the the nose i would be like oh there's no way that it's going to be way way too much but this is probably the most balanced one i've ever had that's amazing coming from you. Dude. He's come to the dark side. No, I'm yes. not coming to the dark side. I'm not going to buy a bottle He would never of this. buy a bottle. I'm not going to buy a bottle <laughs> of this. I'm not gonna... Our slogan is, if it's no Scottish, it's crap. That's Brent now. What do you yeah. think, Justin? So, nosing this um, 25-year-old batch for Islay, it reminded me of an Ardbeg nose. Uh, had a little bit of coke and ash to it, which really isn't reminiscent of Ardbeg and um, the smoke on this one is uh, really well balanced with peat. I got some sweet toffee and licorice and it had an oily viscosity to it that was uh, really nice. And then it had like a little bit of salt at the end. And this is celebrate making it through the end of the world whiskey. It's really, really good stuff. What'd you think, Harm? I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm really embarrassed that I cannot identify it from the taste because it should be more distinctive to me. There's what you talk about, Coke and Ash from like a blacksmith's forge or something you said. Did that you say that? Like Coke, I don't know. It's something Brent, uh, Bob said it off air. But it's like, this is this is not the wood smoke, Pete. This is that mineral, minerally peaty note, and it's freaking gorgeous. And there's waves of it, and there's smoke, and there's uh, after adding water, you get the fruit on the nose. But it did. I kind of agree with Brent. It was just overpowering, which I was surprised find surprising the twenty five year old Isla, because twenty five year old whiskeys the peat mellows. I cannot imagine what this did to people when it was younger. A nine year old could have killed children. Yeah, and when this this one ended eight or nine years, it probably if you emptied it. it Pulled the bung and rolled it over. It'd come out in chunks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, I mean, the older Isla gets, you know, the the the, the peat definitely mellows, mellows over time. And I've you know I've been lucky to have some really. I mean, when we were at Ardbeg, we had some pretty old stuff. I don't want to hear about your trip to Ardbeg. I'm it still was jealous. awesome. Still jealous. You know what the best part was? Uh, he wasn't there. Yeah, I'm um, bastard. <laughs> but it definitely goes down. But this one, oh my god! Yeah, oh god, this, this, this thing had to have been like a jackhammer at twelve years old. So, yeah. so I'm thinking like nine, ten years old. This would this would have killed people. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen, maybe you'd have to pick it out of your teeth with a toothpick. But at twenty-five, it's still a monster, and mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. But 
It's as, got that as Brent oiliness. Said, it's got that saltiness. As it's Brent just, said, uh, it's so well integrated on the palate. Well, we're going to rate this one five sips. Oh, my God. Salty. Yes. Right? Salty. Yes. Yes. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on Terrestrial and Satellite Radio, and online at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Pondbeam, Stitcher, TuneIn. I can't even count them all. Pretty much any place that you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google Play Podcasts, Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Uh, we love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes float on Twitter every day at sipsudsmoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. And you can check us out on Instagram at sipsudsandsmokes or at Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode. If you're listening to us online, it's a big help to us, and we could see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us. Thank, thank, thank you so much, Doctor Pete. Uh, you're welcome. And when do we let Maury out of the other room? Well, let's, let's we check never, the alligators. We don't. First. We don't. Never. We don't. Yeah. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. I can't believe we get to do this. We're so lucky, and thank you all for listening. I can't believe we got Brent to actually love a Petey whiskey. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, That's amazing. Just, I can still taste it, you know. Yep. And 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 and. Harmeet. Thank you for having me, Bob. You're a complete bastard. We'll hate it. I hate you all, too. Except the listeners. We love you. I love you guys. But I was here for the miracle. I was here for when Brent said yeah. he liked the Petey Whiskey. Poor Maury. He missed it. He's going to have to He's gonna have to have wait for this show to actually come on to actually hear this. That, if we let him out of the That basement. Brent gave top marks to a 25-year-old Petey Iowa Scotch. Dear God. They're good. It deserved five sips. Yeah. Well, for Made Man Bob, thanks for joining us. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time